sometimes the sacred scriptures don't seem to be too clear. At times, questions arise like, what does this mean? Or what's being said here? The gospel this morning, though, does not seem to be like this. It is rather clear and to the point. Jesus told his disciples a parable on the necessity of praying always and not growing weary or losing heart. That is, to pray without ceasing, to be ever vigilant and persevering in prayer. The Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches that prayer is a vital and personal relationship with the true and living God. That the raising of our mind and heart to God or the requesting of good things from God is prayer. That prayer flows from the depths of a humble and contrite heart, as we read in the Psalms, with humility being the very foundation of prayer. The Catechism goes on to tell us that a life of prayer is the habit of being in the presence of God and in communion with God. Prayer, then, is a response to God who reveals himself to us, ever drawing us closer and closer to him and deeper and deeper into his life and his being. There is an admonition of Jesus in this day's gospel to pray always without becoming weary. To pray always. It seems that at times we don't fully understand that because we have a tendency to compartmentalize God or prayer and regulate God or prayer to certain times and places or occasions. Jesus, though, invites us to let God permeate every fiber of our being, to live, to rest, to act in God's presence, always and at all times and in all ways and in all places. How exactly are we to do this? I would suggest it is by responding to God. For after all, God himself takes the initiative. He tirelessly calls each of us personally into a mysterious, life-giving, and life-changing encounter with himself. Our task, then, is to respond to the gracious and the gratuitous invitation from God and so come to him and grow in deeper and more perfect union harmony, and intimacy with him. St. Benedict teaches us how to pray, when and where to pray, for whom to pray. He teaches about the inner disposition of purity of heart in prayer, as well as abandonment of our hearts to God. St. Benedict tells us that the monk should pray in the church 
in the cell, at the table, at meals, at work, when starting work, on going forth from the monastery, upon return to the monastery, while on a journey. The monk is to pray for guests, for the abbot, for one another, for the table server and the kitchen servers, for the reader, for the cook, for the sick and the elderly, and for the excommunicated. In this, our ever-deepening mindfulness of God takes root, drawing us into union with God. The Divine Presence is everywhere, as St. Benedict instructs us. In prayer, we are formed more and more in the mind and the heart of Jesus, enabling us to put on Christ, as St. Paul says, the very foundation of our growth and holiness and the divine image and likeness of God within us. Prayer, rooted in the scriptures and in New Testament spirituality, permits this mindfulness or attentiveness to God to permeate our whole being day and night in all of our activities, that is, in all that we think, do, or say. Traditionally, this type of prayer is called ceaseless prayer, or unceasing prayer, or continual prayer. It is a prayer grounded in the firm and gentle embrace of God's merciful love for us, so richly, lovingly, and continuously showered upon us from on high. Watchful, vigilant, ceaseless prayer orients us to a life in Christ, a life which desires to live permanently in God's presence and to purify one's heart of whatever blinds us or separates us from God. Prayer trains us for the willingness to submit our life and our will, our desires, to the divine will, causing our life then to be suffused with charity while God effects this same charity in us. Prayer, life in Christ, calls us to set aside our old ways of sinfulness, of self-righteousness, of self-centeredness, of sloth, of vice, and to put on Christ and his grace so abundantly offered and poured out to us. Now, all this could well sound seemingly daunting. How am I to do this? How is this even possible? Again, it is possible because our task is to listen to the voice of God, the inspiration of God, calling us to himself, and so respond. May we ever keep mindful of God and the things of God. May we always live and pray in his presence without growing weary. 
and through the grace of the Holy Eucharist, as we are joined with the choirs and hosts of heaven and fellow believers worldwide. May we pray always, vigilantly, and without ceasing. 